Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome in to another edition of the B-Sides here at Off the Woodwork and 92.9 The Game. I'm Jason Longshore, getting you caught up on everything on the developmental side of Atlanta United. Atlanta United 2, back-to-back wins and MLS Next Pro. We're going to get you caught up on all of those. You're going to hear from Nick Firmino. You're going to hear from Kofi Tuomasi. You're going to hear from Vicente Reyes. And you're going to hear from Eric Lopez, along with, of course, the manager, Steve Cook, and highlights from the two wins. So let's go back in time to the first of the two wins. It was uh, our good friends, Orlando City, coming to town. And OCB has been one of the top teams in MLS Next Pro in 2023, uh, even after their loss to Atlanta United 2. They are still ranked number five in the power rankings, according to MLS Next Pro. Well, their first loss of the season came in Kennesaw at Fifth Third Bank Stadium. And let's go back to that night. This is what it sounded like as Atlanta United 2 got their first win of 2023 and their first win in MLS Next Pro over Orlando City. Vial at midfield. Medina defending. Vial cuts to the right. Has Brennan on the big switch. Finds him. Brennan, first touch into the 18. Just can't get it out from underneath his boots. Reed Brown got there first. Lopez goes down in the 18 trying to win the second ball. Does he get the penalty? Believe he does. Eric Lopez earns the penalty. The AR has come into the edge of the 18. There was a slight indication from Anya Voigt that she was showing the penalty. Lopez tried to get there, drew the contact, and Atlanta will go to the spot with an opportunity to take the lead. Not the clearest of indications of that penalty, but it is given. It looks like Eric Lopez will go to the spot in the 24th, maybe the 25th minute by the time he takes it. The long diagonal to Brennan. He couldn't control it, but he kept fighting for it. Knocked it loose enough for Lopez to get to it first, get knocked over, and draw a penalty for Atlanta United 2. Into the 25th minute, Lopez, top of the 18. Six-yard run-up. 
Otero in goal. Eric Lopez. Goal, goal, goal. Eric Lopez. Otero tried to drag the feet and got a touch, but he couldn't keep it out. Atlanta United 2 takes the lead on Orlando City B 1-0. Mossy clears it up into the sky. Lopez goes Shaolin Soccer to regain possession. Firmino spins, drives forward. Nicholas Firmino has an option on the left. Firmino might not need it. Goal! 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 Atlanta United 2, Nicholas Firmino. Might not be the prettiest, but Nicholas Firmino scrambles that one into the back of the net. Had Tyler Wolf on the left, said, nah, I got this. Dribbles through traffic, gets past Pereira, and Firmino makes it 2-0 Atlanta. Can't find the teammate. Fortune cleans it up. Orlando will take another throw. Ian Garrett is the other substitution, a 27-year-old from Kalamazoo, Michigan. Here comes Atlanta into the 18. Shot. Goal, goal, goal. Atlanta United to second of the night. Nicholas Firmino. Three nil Atlanta. That was an Orlando throw that is quickly turned over. And Firmino from the top of the 18 beats Pereira. Second goal of the night for Nick Firmino. Third of the year. Third of the night for Atlanta. After the game, had a chance to talk to Nick Firmino and the star and the captain of the night. I thought the star in the holding midfield, Kofi Tuomasi, who's been among the MLS Next Pro leaders in interceptions, in tackles, really dominating, sitting in the holding midfield as that number six for Atlanta United, too. Here's Nick Firmino, followed by Kofi Tuomasi. All right, so you didn't start, come off the bench and just dominate the game. What's your mindset coming off the bench in that moment in the first half? Um, same mindset, really. Um, as any game, you just try to come on and affect it. Um, me starting or not shouldn't affect uh, my mentality and my, and my play, so just come on and, and try to change the game, really. Jumped right into it with the, the pressing especially, really disruptive of what Orlando was trying to do. How hard did you guys work this week to be ready for Orlando's style? Well, we worked on it all week. You know, we know like they like to play out and um, out of anything, and you know they're gonna make mistakes. And you know, Jose uh, had a good plan for us, and, and I thought we executed well. 
first goal, kind of walk me through your, your goal on that one. Um, it was a long ball from Vin, I think, um, and then it dropped in the middle of the field, and when I turned, um, I saw a lot of space, so I just took it. I was going to slip, uh, I think it was Wolfie at first, and then yeah. you know, they gave me some, some space, so I took a touch and you know, just shot it on my left foot. I got a little lucky with the deflection, but we'll take it. Hey, take it. Uh, second goal, it's it's a Orlando throw, and it ends up turning over really quickly. Um, walk me through that one. Um, I think Eric Lopez pressed it, uh, actually, and got it back. Um, and then I was just top of the box, you know, anytime you're top of the box, uh, take your chances, and, you know, luckily I won it. How bad did you want the hat trick? Pretty bad, actually, the, <laughs> the, the outside the box when I want that back, but, uh, you know, next time. So, you think this is a win that uh, you guys can build on? Definitely. This is what we talked about before the game. Um, you know, unfortunate results, uh, first three games, um, but we know we're a better team than that, and, you know, I thought uh, we showed it today, and it's now, now it's time to build on it. How do you feel the chemistry's come together with this group with, with guys signed to the twos, guys that go between the first and the second team, and then guys coming up from the academy? Um, yeah, obviously it's tough. Sometimes guys don't train with us and they just come down, but you know, I think they did a great job um, you know, being integrated into the team. And it's going to be a challenge all year, we know that. Um, but you know, we got a good group of guys and a good coaching staff, and you know, we trust them to make the right decisions. And you know, it's, our, it's our job to, <clears throat> when you're on the field, perform. And uh, yeah. And I want to ask you about one of the other players of the game tonight, Kofi Tuomasi, your captain. Tell me about this game. Beast, really, you know, <laughs> holding it down in the midfield. Um, you know, he covers a lot of ground for us, help us in the build, and, uh, you know, that's just expected. Excellent. Good stuff. Appreciate that. All right, Kofi, let's start with uh, kind of the reverse question. So you tell me about Nick Firmino's game tonight. Uh... Nick Firmino is a very great player. Uh, he came in and did what he was supposed to do. You know, came in, added a little extra aggressiveness and attacking-wise, he was very excellent. Gave us two goals to come up, so that really pushed us. And I think he had a great game today. How much are you enjoying playing in the the holding midfield with this team? Uh, I love it. You know, I'm one of the mo one of the experienced guys, so. Just them hearing my voice, because we have a lot of younger guys there. So them, just them hearing my voice and, you know, directing the guys. It feels good. It's good. Yeah. Going into the game with the captain's armband, you know, what do you try to do to prepare yourself to, to lead a team that you are one of the older players, yeah. to lead a young team? What goes into your mindset? Uh, just to keep focused, keep going at it, and stick with the game plan. Everybody got to be um, very disciplined in their position and just try to get everybody focused whole 90 minutes. You're one of the league leaders in interceptions, and I don't know what the totals are now, but I think you had about five or six tonight. What are the triggers for you to jump into those passing lanes and read those plays? Uh, <laughs> just that just Yeah, just the instinct. Just try to get there as fast as I can, try to read their mind as well, and... Yeah, just try to get there before they do, pretty much, yeah. How are you enjoying the blend of ages and experience in this team? Because you're kind of one of the, the interesting guys in terms of age, a little bit older, yeah. in terms of experience at this level, not as much. Yeah. How are you enjoying that blend? Uh, it's great. A lot of the younger guys, same way I could teach them, they also teach me. They're younger than me, so, you know, I also can, can prepare them as well from all the things that I have been through. And they can also keep me up to date because they're young as well too. <laughs>
Uh, two more. Uh, one of the, the big conversations about this win was the work that you guys put in this week on the yeah. training ground and all the work that the staff put in to prepare you for Orlando. Just talk about that a little bit. Uh, we had a good training week this week. Uh, obviously, some guys came down from the first team. Uh, it kind of changes things a little bit, but as we keep playing together, I think the chemistry got very well. So just looking forward to more and more games, us playing together and just keeping that chemistry. And then last one, you're coaching as well, right? You're coaching youth. Yes. Tell me about how coaching younger kids uh, with KSA helps make you a better player. Uh, I think mostly it helps me be a leader because also I'm coaching KSA, Columbia Soccer Academy. They're, they're younger kids that are also looking to have a dream. They see me play here for Atlanta United. They're inspired. So just coaching these guys actually helps me a little bit also coming here because these are also younger guys as well. So, yeah, just stay focused and, you know, listen to what the coaches, because I also learn a lot from these coaches as well, and also the Academy of KSA. So learning just bits and pieces from here and KSA also, you know, helps me along the way, yeah. Awesome. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. April 16th, big win for Atlanta United to that timeout. 3-1 over Orlando City B. First win of the MLS Next Pro season. They followed that up with win number two six days later. First Saturday night game of the season. First time the twos played before the first team on a weekend in 2023. Chicago Fire were the opponents for the weekend. They played in the Benz on Sunday. We know how that one went. Atlanta United 2 played Chicago Fire 2 on Saturday night in Kennesaw. And this is what it sounded like in a big 2-0 win for Atlanta. Maybe an even better overall performance. Nick Firmino was the star 
Here are the two goals in Atlanta's win. Back to Gall. Pressure gives it away to Brennan. Brennan lays it off. Firmino! Goal! 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 Atlanta United 2! Pressure on Jeffrey Gall, and he gives it to Luke Brennan, headed down to Firmino, and his fifth goal, fourth goal of the season for Nick Firmino. Atlanta United 2 leads 1-0 in the 10th minute. Lopez, corner, back post, headed down by Firmino, goal, 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 Nick Firmino. Fifth goal of the year for Nick Firmino. The man cannot be stopped right now for Atlanta United 2. Coming up clutch. That's the better way to close it out. Go get a second goal instead. Lopez with the corner. Firmino with the header. 2-0 Atlanta United 2. Big win for Atlanta once again. They're on the winning streak right now. Let's hear from some of the protagonists of the night. First off, Atlanta United 2 manager Steve Cook, followed by goalkeeper with the clean sheet, Vicente Reyes, and then followed by a player who has been so good for Atlanta United 2 in all facets of his game, the Paraguayan Eric Lopez. tonight that was something you were looking for last week just overall thoughts on the performance yeah I, I, you know first and foremost a win at home and a clean sheet is something that we uh, want to pride ourselves on you know keeping keeping teams at bay i think is really important especially when you're at home and usually when you're at home you can find a way to get a goal and, and we did tonight so uh, i think it's really important for this group to know that it, that defensive solidity and that defensive commitment is really well worth it in terms of getting points. And for me, that is a, a big feature tonight. I think we started off really brightly. The first 20 minutes or so, I thought we were outstanding with the ball. And then, you know, obviously when, when you're losing like Chicago early on, they, they came a little bit with more energy and pressed us a little bit higher. And I thought we were, were a little bit um, too nervous on the ball. We didn't really have the courage to, to play in tight spaces and we went too long and therefore it was a little bit uh, disjointed, but I think in the second half we came out and uh, it was actually a bit opposite where they started quite well and then we, we took it on at the end and, you know, I, I do think though we were well deserving of a 2-0 win and probably, you know, had it been a, a bit more fortune, we could have maybe had, had another goal or two, so I'm really pleased with the players, I'm, I'm proud of them because uh, clean sheets are hard to, to do and uh, every player play, played a big role tonight Especially on a night where the 1-0 lead first half, well-deserved, but First 15, 20 minutes, second half, Chicago brought everything. And your guys had to kind of fight through not having much of the ball. Yeah. Um, and not only did we not have much of the ball, 
uh, when we did get the ball, I thought we, we gave it away too quickly, which caused our problems coming back at us. Um, but again, I think we restricted them to kind of hopeful shots from distance and uh, balls into the box, and we dealt with them all pretty well. And, and I don't really think Vinny had to make a big save or anything like that. I, I can't remember. A couple of good blocks, and, and we, we stayed fairly compact. And, you know, if, if you're going to be a good team, it can't always be on your terms and you're not always going to be a team that have the ball all the time and you're not always going to play uh, the game that you want to play all the time uh, but having the resilience and the and the the passion the desire uh, the strength to, to be able to stay together and and in those difficult 10 minute periods stay strong stay together and keep keep the other team at bay i think is really important in a, in a young player's development and you know to win back to back i think is important for this group as well so that's something that will take with us and hopefully next week get a third one on the, in a row. You mentioned a complete team performance and, and a lot of the same figures from last week showed up big here again. But one player we haven't talked about is Efrain Morales mm. in the back. I thought he's had two great games back to back, even better tonight. Yeah, he was. He's been really good. And and Efra has been moved actually into that left centre-back spot. And, and he, he probably, uh, I don't think he's really played there at all, you know, Um and, and he looks really comfortable there. And I know sometimes it, where you, you want a left-footed player there, but the ability to play the ball across his body with his right foot, he it seems to lead defensively with his left foot forward. So it kind of suits him, you know, and his passing's been really good from there. Uh, he's won the ball in the air really well. His positioning from that position has been good. So I think, you know, he's, he's strung now two good games together. He deserves a pat on the back. And hopefully now, you know, he's, he's only 19. So can he now get a third game, a fourth game and, and do what all great centre-backs do, which is play at a high level consistently well for many games in the season. And I think if he does that, he has a bright future. Let's talk a little bit about Eric Lopez as well. Another guy who I think is putting games together right yeah. now. Yeah, he's a fantastic player. He's, he's really talented. He's working so hard for the group. I mean, he's had to come off with two minutes left just because he's exhausted with all the running he's done. He's such a good person. He's such a hard-working player for us. And he's got great quality. And I'm, I'm just, I just wish he could have got a goal tonight because it, it would have rounded off what I felt was a really excellent performance, a really hard-working. He's pretty selfless in his work for mm -hmm. the team. And I think as a number nine or a number 10 who's the, the, the players who are doing not only that kind of quality work, but that kind of hard running, relentless, tough work that Eric's doing. I think he, he deserves all the plaudits because he's, he's been a, a great addition to the group and he's certainly playing really, really well. Got to ask you about Firmino's game with two goals. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't know what that is. Is it five on the season? Yeah. Uh, something like that. And, 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 you know, we've only played five games. So, uh, and he's doing it from midfield, which yeah. is, is never easy, but, uh, two great goals tonight, mm -hmm. uh, really different ones. One, obviously, we did well, I think, in the press and we got the ball and, and quickly went at goal and it was a great finish. And the second one is probably something that is, is might may not be known for, but is really good in the air and yes. on a set piece. We're really pleased to have not only scored from a set piece, but to have won the set piece game tonight. I think that's got to be a feature for this team as well. And yeah, Nicky Firmino has been great for us and, and you know, certainly a, a player with a bit more experience. I think he's 22 or 3 and uh, he's played quite a few professional games now. And, and so, again, he now also needs to string consistent minutes, consistent quality performances. And if he does that, he has a great future in the game. And i got to ask you about somebody who played his first minutes tonight with Atlanta United 2, Cooper Sanchez, the youngest ever. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm giggling because, you know, he's 50, just 
15, yeah, I think. I think 15. it's 15 and maybe a month or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, and, and I'm pleased for him. And I'm glad he got the ball and I'm glad he went forwards and, and did a little bit with the ball in the, in the two or three minutes he was on. And, you know, every good player has to make a debut at some point. And for us tonight, it was a case of putting him on a uh, 2-0 win at home. And it's a day he's going to remember for the rest of his life and his family are going to really love it and they'll remember it. I think he's probably the youngest player to have uh, played for the club in, in, in our team. And, uh, uh, you know, hopefully now he, he can... he can th Hopefully this is not going to be the highlight of his career, you know, and... and uh, it's always easy to, to look at young players and think that it's always an uphill trajectory. It's not. It's just some difficult days. And I hope Cooper has the resilience to, to cope with what is professional football. But he's got talent. He's got quality. He's hardworking. He's a, he's a great human being. And I think if he uh, you know, continues to grow and develop and improve, he's got a, he's got a chance of being a player. And uh, I'm, I'm pleased for him. And again, I'm smiling because whenever you see a little kid like that come on, it gives everybody a... A great, great feeling, and I think for Atlanta United to put a 15-year-old in a professional game is is pretty remarkable. Yeah, big stuff. Thank you, coach. Thank you. All right, clean sheet, first of the year, Vicente. How'd it feel? Uh, it felt great. Um, I was pretty disappointed with the one last week. You know, uh, considered the late pen, but it's a great feeling, and you know, not just for me, but for my coach, uh, Coach Lewis, the coach. Uh, Steve and, and Jose and obviously Seba, we've been working every week and it was good. Tell me about the center backs in front of you. It's been a pairing these last couple of games, only one goal conceded, really good with Cobb and Morales. Yeah, I mean, uh, two young guys that have been in the club for a very long time. You know, they, they know the system. They, the brave in the back have good relationships on and off the field. So it feels good, um, you know, having them in front of me. These past two games, two really good wins at home. Has anything changed in your mind week to week in training, or is it just starting to come together? No, I think it's it's starting to come together. You know, um, first game at home, it was a it was a tough one. Um, conceded two set pieces. I think that's just more of focus and and uh, bravery in those certain areas. But um, I you know I, I trust the team and and um, doing the things that we we're told to do and. Uh, once everything starts to come together, then the results will show. We've talked a lot about how going away and playing with your national team can mm -hmm. really boost the confidence. You had a big off season with Chile's U20s. Tell me about how that helped you. No, I mean, it, it helped me tremendously. You know, I only got a couple of days off to come back home, you know, straight off um, the end of October. I went straight to, to Spain, uh, played an international tournament there, and then came back for a little bit and then had to go back to Chile again until the end of uh, January, start of February. So, uh, you know, it kept me in, in good shape. And um, I'd rather be doing that than staying at home, training by myself. But it was a good experience and, you know, hoping to get that uh, senior call-up soon. And what's the, what's the missing element for the two so far this year? What needs to click to go up to the top of the table and be a playoff contender? You know, I think, uh, like we said, uh, we always – are focused on winning the set, set piece battles uh, like there today we won it um, just little things like that and uh, you know obviously we didn't play the best game I think it's just uh, how the best teams always end up winning is because when they don't uh, play the best um, they just find a way to win and, you know it, it, it score like the scrappiest goal of all time but a goal is a goal so that's how excellent 
Um, Eric, good performance tonight. Big win for the team. How did it feel for you? Eh, bueno, buen, eh, buen partido. Jugaste re bien. Eh, ¿Cómo se sintió estar allá afuera? Eh, buenas noches. Eh, la verdad que sí, un partido lindo. Eh, donde cada uno hizo su trabajo y pudimos dejar los tres puntos acá en casa. Uh, yeah, so we played a great match. Uh, everybody played really well and we were able to get three points here at home, so it was a big win for us. How helpful has it been for you to get a consistent run of games and a lot of minutes here lately with Atlanta United too? ¿Cómo te ha ayudado eh, empezar a jugar varios partidos con Atlanta United y ahora con, eh, bueno, con varios partidos jugados como te sentís ya que tenés la experiencia? Sí, la verdad que, 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 que me ayuda un poco eso, pero nada, en, en una liga profesional trato de dar lo mejor de mí para ayudar a mis compañeros y nada, esperando la oportunidad nuevamente para poder jugar en el Atlanta 1. Yeah, so the experience helps obviously, but for me I just try to uh, do the best I can and, and help my teammates get a get a win. One thing that has stood out to me is your work off the ball, being a target forward and helping the team defensively. How much pride do you take in that side of your game? Bueno, eh, tu partido, la gran parte de tu partido es eh, cuando no estás con la pelota y cómo es para para vos, eh, medio como no tener la pelota y solo jugar medio defensivo o estar en, en las líneas de, de los pases, eh, ¿cómo se siente estar afuera sin la pelota? Sí, entiendo, entiendo, ¿no? La verdad que queda un poco desgastante, pero, pero nada, y toca, toca defender, toca, toca presionar arriba para que no salgan jugando tan fácilmente y sí me gusta tener mucho la pelota, entonces cuando el equipo recupera el balón, me gusta bajar a participar y, y asociarme con mi compañero. Mm -hmm. Yeah, obviously uh, it's it's tiring to do go out there and kind of do everything, but uh, the team asked me to do um, kind of whatever. If I'm with the ball or without the ball, I'm kind of just doing the best I can with my team, um, and yeah, just doing the best I can to to help us get a win. And last one, uh, the connection that you have built with Nick Firmino, and you two seem to find each other so easily on the field. How has that chemistry developed? Puedes hablar de tu conexión con Nick Fermino y, y cómo es jugar con él, la, la conexión que han eh, podido eh, formar durante estos eh, partidos que han ganado. Sí, con Nick eh, somos muy amigos fuera de la cancha y creo que eso, eso ayuda, ayuda mucho ya en los entrenamientos, en los primeros entrenamientos eh, conectamos bien con la pelota y aparte de la amistad que tenemos yo creo que eso ayuda mucho. Yeah, uh, with Nick, uh, obviously uh, we're friends on the field, but off the field we're very close as well, and that that's always helped us uh, not only in games but in training ground as well. Uh, from the, from the moment I met him, we've always been really close, and that helps a lot. So, excellent. Two big wins for Atlanta United, too, over the last two weeks. Thank you to Eric Lopez. Thank you to Vicente Reyes. Thank you to manager Steve Cook, of course. We always get a chance to talk to him after every game. And thank you to Kofi Tuomasi and Nick Firmino for taking some time after the wins to chat with me. Also, thank you to Ramon Elortondo 
uh, the communications assistant for Atlanta United, who helped out with the translation with Eric Lopez. And thank you to Chris Ramondi, Johanna Schneider, Justin Veldhaus, Chris Winkler, everybody in the comms team with Atlanta United, too, for helping us get this kind of access and content so you can get to know these guys as they might be needed for Atlanta United action. It actually takes us to tonight's match for Atlanta United. Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup, third round. Atlanta hosting Memphis 901 of the USL Championship. Lots of Atlanta United connections in this match. Steven Glass, formerly of the Atlanta United Academy, formerly in charge of Atlanta United 2, formerly in charge of Atlanta United in 2020 for 18 games. Steven Glass, first year in Memphis. Philip Goodrum, who played 33 games for Atlanta United 2 over a couple of seasons. Also, Laurent Kissiadu, who came through the Atlanta United Academy, played for Atlanta United 2 for multiple seasons as well. And Luis Fernando, who played for Atlanta United 2, as well as playing in CONCACAF Champions League for Atlanta United. So lots of connections. The connection to this current Atlanta United 2 group is there's a very good chance we will see some players who have played with Atlanta United 2 this season on the field for Atlanta United tonight. Claymont Diop played a game for Atlanta United 2 earlier this season. He is now the number one goalkeeper with Quentin Westberg day-to-day with an injury and Brad Gazan out for an extended period of time. Vicente Reyes will be on the bench tonight for Atlanta United, uh, assuming Diop gets the start and Reyes is the backup, but could go the other way as well. Also, Aiden McFadden has been essential for Atlanta United, too, providing a ton of leadership. He could be in the mix tonight. Would not surprise me at all. We've seen Tyler Wolf with Atlanta United, too. We've seen Machop Chol with Atlanta United, too. Guys who could easily factor into Johnny Fortune, Noah Cobb, Um, These are guys who are on first-team contracts who have been getting essential minutes with Atlanta United 2 and could factor into tonight's Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup match. For those of you who are looking for broadcast information for that, you can listen on 92.9 The Game starting at 7 o'clock. Our friends Dukes and Bell will be out at Twin Peaks, Kennesaw for their show from 2 to 7. I'll be hopping on at 4.20, stopping in to say hello then heading over to Fifth Third Bank Stadium, 7 o'clock, Five Stripes Countdown. Kickoff will be right after 7.30, not like a traditional MLS broadcast that is nine minutes after the posted time, probably a lot closer to two or three minutes after the posted time for this one. You can watch on Bleacher Report Live. You can also watch on the BR Football channel on YouTube, and that link is already up so go check that out you can watch at atlutd.com slash live as well that'll link to the youtube broadcast full-time report will be for an hour after the final whistle as always for home atlanta united matches and we will take you through everything that happens tonight where it will have an effect on the b-sides on atlanta united 2 on the academy you're going to see academy players who've graduated up who will play tonight for atlanta united and in the case of Laurent Kissiadou, who will play for Memphis 901, you're going to see current Atlanta United two players like Vicente Reyes in the mix as well, and first-team players who are playing for Atlanta United too. The Open Cup is an opportunity to get guys minutes and also advance in the tournament. You get into those later stages, and you can go for the trophy as Atlanta United did in 2019. 
Saturday, Atlanta United will be on the road in Nashville. And there's the possibility, depending on Quentin Westberg's situation, that Vicente Reyes will make the trip and be on the bench for the first time in Major League Soccer play. Sunday, Atlanta United 2 is back in action in Kennesaw at Fifth Third Bank Stadium, hosting Philadelphia Union 2, a really difficult opponent. We know the development that we've seen from Philadelphia and young players coming through their academy and impacting the first team in a big way. Well, their second team is a big part of that process. It's an earlier kickoff than maybe we're a little accustomed to with Atlanta United 2 matches in Kennesaw. This one will be at 6 o'clock. So if you are able to come out, we hope to see you in Kennesaw for a 6 o'clock kickoff on Sunday, April 30th. If you can't make it, you can always listen to the Atlanta United 2 matches on Soccer Down Here. Uh, You can listen at SoccerDownHere.net, also the Soccer Down Here app, or you can listen on the Spreaker app and just search for Soccer Down Here. Uh, Pre-game will start at 545 and then we'll have a uh, short ha- short post game a- as well. And then back with more B-sides next week here at Off the Woodwork as Atlanta United 2 will prepare for a trip down to Fort Lauderdale to face Inter-Miami 2 on May 7th. We'll get you caught up on the Philly match, anything else that happens in the development universe for Atlanta United, and then look ahead to the trip to Fort Lauderdale to face Inter-Miami 2. Thanks for listening to the B-Sides on Off the Woodwork. I'm Jason Longshore signing off, and we'll see you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t